This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from 11 to 1. Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back. It's time now for one of our trusted contributors who has some very important information about your health. Dr. Jeff Goodhue is president of the Ontario Association of Optometrists, and he's with me to talk about shingles. Now, we already have calls waiting for him, and I'm going to give out the numbers once again so you can get in the queue. 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Now, most of us know that shingles is a very painful, sometimes debilitating disease that usually strikes Zoomers. It's a viral infection that can affect many parts of the body, but did you realize that includes your eyes? Dr. Goodhue, again, president of the Ontario Association of Optometrists. Uh, Tell us more, please. Hi, Libby. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for being on the show. And you're you're, you're exactly right. Uh, Shingles affects uh, folks 50 and over quite significantly. I think, you know, the lifetime risk for... Uh, folks over 50 about getting shingles is about 30%. Wow. So one in three uh, will experience a a shingles infection. And about 20% of those folks, so one in five, will actually have the shingles affect affect the eye. Oh, and that sounds awful. I mean, shingles, uh, tell us a bit about shingles. It's it's usually a a very painful and and itchy kind of a a rash, right? Yes, it's, it's caused by a virus called the varicella zoster virus, which is kind of a long name, but it's the same virus that causes chickenpox, which almost, you know, all adults, adult-aged folks in North America have had chickenpox. Right. So you get chickenpox when you're a child. Um, It lies inactive in your nervous system, and then years, sometimes decades later, it can reactivate as, as shingles. And you're right, it causes typically a very painful rash, almost like a blister type rash, uh, anywhere on the body, the most common location would be kind of around the torso or the mid, the mid area. And interest, interestingly, because it comes through the nerves, it only affects sort of half, half of your body. So if I see a patient who has zosters, say, on their forehead, well, you could almost draw a line, you know, straight up from their nose, and the virus doesn't cross over that midline. It's only either the left-hand side or the right-hand side. That's, that's really interesting. So how does it affect the eyes? Well, if, 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 if the blisters or the pain um, manifests itself on the nose, uh, the cheek, the forehead, or the scalp, then chances are that some of that virus will be uh, either in, in the eye or, or on the surface of the eye. And that's when it's important to go see your optometrist. So anytime you have shingles, you know, um, on, your, on your head, essentially, you're going to want to go see your optometrist to see if the eye is affected or not. And, and how can you know that it's shingles? Uh, what exactly are the symptoms? Well, in the, about a week before the, the blisters uh, and the skin rash shows up, generally patients, they might have a fever, they might feel tired, uh, malaise, uh, and then the skin area 
where the virus is, is about to appear. It gets very sensitive uh, to the touch. So I'll get patients coming and saying, you know what, it, when I touch my scalp, when I touch my, my hair, it's really, really tender. Um, and then a couple days later, boom, you start to see these blisters showing up. Mm-hmm. What, what will your eye look like if, if the shingles is in your eye? It might just look like a garden variety, you know, red eye. So patients will come in with, you know, the white part of the eye is inflamed, so they might think they have pink eye. Um, oftentimes it'll affect the eyelid as well. So you might see some of those blisters on the eyelid or the eyelid might be swollen to the point where, you know, the patient can't even open their eye. Um, but in the early stages, it, it can seem just like normal, normal pink eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously it's, it's something worse. Yes, exactly. And, and because the, the, the virus can cause, you know, blisters on your skin, it'll cause the same sort of, you know, blistering and scarring on the surface of the eye, which can be very damaging. If it's on the white part of the eye, it's going to be very painful. If those scars or blisters happen on the cornea, and the cornea is like the, the window to your eye or the windshield on your car, if you get a scar or blister on that, the windshield to your eye, it can lead to, to, uh, to vision loss. Yeah, and what can be done about it? What can you do about it, you know, when you see the patient? The sooner we get the patient on treatment, the better. So typically, if we can treat the patient within 72 hours or three days of the blisters showing up, we can significantly shorten the course of the condition and also reduce the chances of, you know, having nerve pain for months and years afterwards. So if a patient comes in and they have have the the virus on their eye, then we put them on an oral antiviral, so a a pill. And then sometimes we'll add a a topical antiviral, like an antiviral eye drop. But the the pill is actually much more effective than the eye drops are when it comes to to ocular shingles. Okay, so it's like so many other things, the important thing is to get it treated early. Oh, for sure. Yes, exactly. No, if if we can see them a day or two after those blisters showing up, we can, you know, instead of you know, the shingles lasting four to six weeks, we can chop that in, in half. Now, Dr. Goodview, um, Mary in Toronto has been waiting patiently. Uh, her question is a little off topic, but Mary, uh, please go ahead. Okay. Well, I can attest to everything you've been saying about shingles. I was a classic, lasted four months. But a quick question on glaucoma. Mm-hmm. Sure. Does generalized increase in blood pressure affect the incidence of glaucoma? No, it doesn't. I think, you know, Mary, that's, that's a great question because a lot of people think um, high blood pressure and eye pressure are connected. I think that's, you know, it's very intuitive to make that, make that connection. Um, but no, the eye, the fluid in the eye is a clear fluid, almost like water. And that fluid system is completely separate from the, uh, the vascular system. So no, there's no connection between blood pressure and, and eye pressure. Thank you very much. Okay, Mary, thanks for your call. All right. That question answered quickly. That's very good to know. Back to shingles. Yes. What percentage would you say of people who get shingles get it in their eye area? I would say probably, like I said earlier, the most common place is kind of, you know, in in the trunk or the torso. Mm -hmm. Um, But getting it on the, the face, the scalp... Um, the forehead is also quite common as well. So, you know, I would say about one in five folks who have shingles will have it affect uh, affect their eyes. Yeah, that's that's pretty scary that it can cause a permanent vision loss. Yes, 
Yes. Well, if you if you you know if you've seen if you've known anybody, a friend or family member who's had shingles, and you've seen uh, the skin rash and the uh, sort of the the little ulcers that the, the virus causes on the skin, um, it does the exact same thing on the surface of the eye, and because you know because the uh, the cornea, the window to the eyes, only works well when it's perfectly pristine and transparent. If you have scars there that are sort of cloudy and hazy, it, it's it's going to affect uh, a person's vision sometimes permanently. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's really something obviously that uh, you you want to avoid. I mean, that's a terrible outcome. Yes, it is. It is. Um, uh- there's also. Um, you know, some 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 of my patients now are asking about the shingles vaccine. Right. Um, and a lot of family doctors are, you know, particularly for folks that are 50 and over, are now starting to have that conversation. Um, the shingles vaccine does not uh, stop you from ever getting shingles, but it drastically reduces your chances of getting it. And if you do get it, then the infective phase of the of the of the disease tends to be much much shorter. So you don't, it doesn't stop you from getting it, but it certainly reduces your risk. Uh-oh. Uh, I didn't realize that. I thought, you know, you took the vaccine and, you know, you're basically covered. No, no. It uh, it just kind of it just alerts your immune system, gets it ready for a potential infection, so you're, you're ready for it. But it does, it does not eliminate your chances, um, your chances of getting it. And... Uh, is are, are only people who've had chicken bo- chickenpox as children going to get shingles? Exactly. Yes, you 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 must have had uh, chickenpox uh, at a younger age, typically in childhood, um, because that that virus will um, lie dormant, kind of sleeping uh, in your immune system, um, and then it gets reactivated. You know, sometimes when you're under a lot of stress, um, you're run down. Um, for those folks that undergo, say, cancer treatment or, you know, folks taking medications if they've had an organ transplant, those are, those are all things that, um, you know, can lower the immune system. Right. Make you susceptible to getting, to getting this, this infection. If you're healthy and your immune system is functioning properly, then typically the virus won't wake up. Uh, that's interesting, too. Dr. Goodhue, uh, please hang on the line because we have to take a quick break, but we will be right back with more on shingles right after this. Before we go, the numbers again, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from 11 to 1. Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back. I'm with Dr. Jeff Goodhue, president of the Ontario Association of Optometrists. We're talking about what happens and what to do when you get shingles in your eyes. But really, people, if you have other questions related to your eyes, you can call in and ask him. He is here for a few more minutes. The number is 416-360-0740 or one 866 740 And I have Helen in Toronto. Hi, Helen. Hi. Hello. I'm Helen, but I'm not in Toronto. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, I have had shingles on my face. I was at a cottage, so I rushed home to my up, uh, drugstore, and I went in, and I said, what have I got on my face? He said, shingles. And he said, I think you have a few spots on the other side. And he took me into his office, and he looked up, and he said, it's rare, but you can have them on both sides of your face. 
Now, they didn't get into my eye. I got the treatment quickly enough, but um, I had heard the doctor mention that they're either one side or the other, and yes, I heard that a good many times, but this is what my uh, uh, druggist told me. Okay. I, I was sent directly to my doctor for the treatment, and it worked out good. Yes. Yeah. No, you're, you're right, Helen. It, it can happen on both sides, but it's extremely, extremely rare. Yeah. Almost like having two, you know, two different infections, but they're occurring at the same time. So it's, yes. it's unusual. Yes. I, I just wanted to mention that. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Sharon in Toronto. Hello, Sharon. Hi. Hello. Hello. Question. How often should we have the shingle vaccine? I think you're probably best to talk to your family doctor about that. But I, well, he was what pretty I've, vague. What I've read, I, I think asked. it's about every about every ten years or so you would need a, you would need a oh. boost. So it doesn't it doesn't last forever. Okay, but only about every ten years. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Well, thanks okay. for your call. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. So uh, one thing to remind people too that uh, in the last provincial budget, uh, the shingles vaccine is going to be covered only for people between the ages of 65 and 70. Not everybody was happy about that, uh, but uh, that is the case. And as you were saying, Dr. Good, you, it will reduce your risk, and if you get it, reduce the se- severity, but, but it's not like 100% protection. Exactly, exactly. No, I think, you know, doctors are starting to talk about this vaccine for folks 50 and over, and I guess the government had to make a decision, you know, for various reasons and decided to pick a sort a higher risk group to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I guess that's the, is that the highest risk between the ages of 65 and 70? Um, well, it, it actually keeps going up with age. Mm-hmm. So people so over it, it, 70 should be getting it too. Yes, exactly. And if you're over 80 as well, you're already been higher risk. Wow. So, so, so it's it's not you know <clears throat> there are some things that that uh, your risk goes is becomes smaller as you get older, but I guess this is not one of them. No, no, and you know I get what well, one other thing to mention too with with kids now getting chickenpox vaccine, you know eventually over time you know maybe decades from now we'll see fewer and fewer folks getting shingles because they will never have had chickenpox. Right. I mean, uh, you know, uh, those of us in the age group, Zoomers, you know, mm-hmm. you know, our parents made sure we got chicken pox. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I actually exactly. re- remember having it. I remember, you know, being, I think, five or six years old in a darkened room. Yes. Yes. And, and, I, and I think what, one thing to point out is, I mean, very few of us remember the pain of chicken pox because we were probably too young. But shingles is definitely more painful than chicken pox. Yeah, on the scale, I always ask you to rate pain on a scale of, of uh, one to five, with mm-hmm. five being the most painful. How would you rate the pain scale of, of shingles in your eyes? Oh, for, for some patients, it would be, you know, four and a half or five if it, if it actually affects their eyes. Okay. Yeah, it, um, would be, it would be severe. It would be very severe. Okay. Uh, now... I think I have calls ready to go. I'm not sure because the the color on my screen is kind of different. So I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, okay. Robert in Scarborough, are you there? Um. Oh, okay. You know the the. Never mind. <laughs> it's something with the program. Robert, what's your question, please? Uh, will it ever go away? Well, you're after, 
after your body has, has dealt with the infection, it does um, the rash and the um, sort of the uh, little blisters on your skin will disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, some people do get sort of post-nerve pain, which can last for months or years afterwards. Um, but you can, you know, three, four, five years later, get a second, um, a second infection. So most people just have one, uh, but you can get it a second time. Okay, but the uh, the actual I've had it now four years or five years. Um, okay. Constant. So are, you, are you still getting? Are you still getting sort of nerve pain from your shingles? Infection? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The nerves come out from under my skull on the back uh, left hand side and uh, and down the back of my ear. Yeah, and that's and, that, that. That's another reason for folks to to, to get the vaccine so that. They don't end up with the nerve pain that, that Robert is, is, is talking about. Sorry to hear that, Robert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not half as much as me. <laughs> is, is there anything that Robert can do about it now? I mean, the, there are some prescription sort of pain medications that, that target neuralgia, neuralgia's nerve pain. So I would recommend that he, and he probably already has, talked to his GP about what options there are to reduce nerve pain. But it's still going to be there. Yes, the virus. Yeah, the virus never leaves our bodies. Yeah. Um, okay. Like said, but you, not you, the pain. You, I don't care about the virus really. <laughs> but the the pain itself. It's going to be there. That's fine. You know, you put up with it, and that's all there is to it. Yes. Um, yeah. No. The, yeah, the virus. The virus never leaves our bodies. Okay. Okay. That's good enough for me then. Okay. Thanks, Robert, for Thank your you. call. I appreciate it. Okay. John in Toronto. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Um, just. Um, a query regarding my right eye. Mm-hmm. Recently, well, so recently, about 10 days ago, I developed a pain, which is very, very, um, uh, I just touched my eye, just over my right eye, very, very lightly, and uh, it, it's a pain I've never experienced before. Uh, it's quite a while since I had um, a checkup uh, with an optician. I think I'm about due, it's about three, four years. Um, uh, since I had this incident, you know, I'm 78 years old, so mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'm due for a checkup. Yeah, no, John. Couple, couple points. You know, folks in your age group should have an eye exam at least once a year by an optometrist. Um, so I would highly recommend that you that you go and see one of my one of my colleagues. They've got instrumentation in their office, you know, sort of microscopes and such that they'll put you behind that they can look, you know, in very high magnification view of all the tissues of your eye and try to find the source of your of your discomfort yes mm-hmm. okay so, so i'd uh... all right uh, okay that, that, thank you very much indeed thanks okay you're thanks, welcome John. good luck okay i'd get off the phone and 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 make that appointment uh, right I... sorry <laughs> yes i think i will i'll do that <laughs> thanks very much thank you Joe in Mississauga. Hello, Joe. Hello. Um, I um, I had the um, uh, shingles in May, and I was very lucky. I don't. Uh, I had a pain in the back of my head for two days, and I couldn't put my head down. It was in my ear, and uh, um, the next day I woke up and I had a rash on my face, and I said to my son, "I've got shingles," and I was very lucky. I phoned the doctor. I went right away and had antiviral pills. And But she said I had Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, which is very rare. Uh, she said she's never seen it in her 30 years that she's been practicing. Um, and uh, it, my whole face was like I had a stroke. 
um, I couldn't swallow. I couldn't, wow. It was horrible. But thank goodness now, um, I think because I took the pills so quickly, uh, my face is back to normal. It's I haven't got the droopy uh, mouth anymore, and I can speak. Before I couldn't speak properly, uh, it was it was horrible. Do you do you have a question for Dr. Goodhue? And I was just wondering, uh, um, like I was, t- I went to a neurologist, and she just said, uh, have a shingles vaccination in the in the spring. So. Um, do you think I should go and have that done shortly? I would. I would because, like I said with the previous like caller, I'm 81 John, years old, so. Yeah. No, I, that, I think it's still worthwhile talking to your family doctor because, as I told John in the call before, the virus never leaves your body. Yes. I mean, you, you had an, uh, an infection last May, so for about, for about one year after the infection, yes. um, your body's kind of, you know, ramped up and ready for, you know, herpes again and usually keeps, or sorry, zoster and keeps it, keeps it under control but after that one year time frame you know giving that your immune system a bit of a boost with yes. the um, vaccine I think is a good idea so and I also when I went to the ophthalmologist or optometrist she said I've got glaucoma now and I would that be from the um, the Ramsey hunt syndrome no I think that would be that would be uh, completely un- I never had it as, before as far as I know, uh, yeah. glaucoma, one of the biggest risk factors of glaucoma is, is age. So Yes, well, I'm you know. going to a specialist now, but he uh, have to go like in two months to see him. So yes, uh, oh. a glaucoma yeah. specialist. Okay, well, thanks so much for your call. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, we've got Tom and Barry, and we have less than a minute, Tom. So if you have a question for Dr. Goods, you've got to make it quick. It's uh, more of an observation. Uh, I had the shingles in my eye 25 years ago, and it first started out uh, as if you parted your hair in the middle. It went completely numb on my left side. And then the uh, a few days later, the eyeball started to swell up, and it was all like a leathery eyeball, and it was extremely painful. I uh, ended up with uh, going to a couple of doctors. Uh, Tom, sorry my... to interrupt, but we're going to have to wrap it up here. All righty. Thank you for uh, Thanks, telling us about your experience. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, and Dr. Jeff Goodhue, thank you so much for all of that good advice. Uh, Dr. Jeff Goodhue, president of the Ontario Association of Optometrists and one of our trusted contributors here at Fight Back with Libby Snymer. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from 11 to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.